welcome to my Xbox and me episode 46. That's correct. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the man who's really goddamn scared of the camera this week, <laughs> Kevin Tarney. How you doing, sir? What up, people? Yep, straight out of the bat, I've got to apologise for no camera. Um, as you probably know or don't know, I started a new job recently and it's like my second day today. And I am absolutely shattered, and I just didn't feel up to being on camera today, so I'll just get that out of the way straight away. Don't worry about it. Hope that. you don't mind. All right, second of all, I am ill. You're going to hear coughing, maybe some sneezing, mm. maybe some wheezing, maybe some peeing, maybe some... No, there won't be no peeing, <laughs> no pooing, but I'm not well. I've got to be honest with everybody. I am not feeling good, but the show must go on. I think Top kid, marks. Who made that song? The show. I think that was Lupe Fiasco. That's right. There you go. The rap fans out there, you must know that song. I just trust you. Yeah. Do you not know that song? No, I probably do, but the way you sing it, I probably don't. All night, the show. Okay, don't worry. Copyright strike. Yeah, trust me. Yeah, I'm that good. Where do we start on this week? Okay, we might as well, Kev. How yes. have you been? That we might as well start there. So, not much news. So, whatever. How have you been? It feels like I haven't spoke to you properly in maybe two weeks. It has been two weeks, something like that. I have been below the radar. I have been the lone ranger the past few weeks. Um, I've had a lot going on with myself personally. Uh, I was yep. meant to go to EGX, um, which didn't actually happen due to a job interview cropping up and then a follow-up induction. So. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it, which absolutely gutted me. And uh, I'm, I was really sad that I didn't get to meet all you guys. Um, Corey did, though. He went. Uh, he, he was there in my place. So I hope I you said hello to him. I hope you gave him a hug or a handshake or something. It, but, was, um, it was a good time. Was it, it was... good? I, I, I'm really sad that I missed it, but I'm glad you managed to go and get to meet some of the fans. So, okay. It was... in. <laughs> So, I didn't go for work reasons this year. And this is the first year in three years, four years, that I haven't gone for work reasons. So, I only the only reason why I went, as most of you probably know, because I didn't shut up talking about it, um, was because of the kind of funny fans and the my Xbox and me fans. The fans, at the end of the day. Communities and fans. Yep. So, I spent my whole time... With communities and fans, I met Mr. Moody, I met Mrs. Moody, which was... Such an honour. So what I did, Kev, this was the best. This was actually the best for me, yeah? So I said to Mr. Moody, where are you? Where are you? Like, as soon as I got there, messaged him. He was like, oh, we're in the Twitch area. So I snuck up behind them. They were both se- separated. Yeah. I just walked in between them, put my arms around both of them. Aww. And went, how you guys doing? And then <laughs> Mrs. Moody just, like, totally freaked out. And, like, Mr. Moody gave me a big hug. And, and then from that point on, yeah, that was that was it. I'm so that jealous. This is what I really missed out, and it weren't so much EGX t- plays, like the games and stuff. That didn't bother me. It was just meeting all you guys that really so, put me a bit down. If we're talking about the show in general, the show was pretty shallow and pretty rubbish this year, if I'm honest with you. Um, it was bigger, so there was more space. Yeah. But the problem we had was there wasn't as much there. No Xbox presence at all. That's a no, shame. No, I know this is an Xbox-centric podcast, but we're talking about EGX as a whole. No Xbox presence at all. No Nintendo. Plenty of PlayStation VR. Plenty of PlayStation. But yeah, the only thing Xbox had there was uh, Gears of War um, Four. Story, story, a bit of the story mode, which I didn't play because I didn't want to spoil it for myself, and the Horde mode, which the queues for that were just ridiculous. And I was like, I'm okay. I know what Horde mode's like. I don't need the the problem I found about most of the stuff at EGX was. One, I either didn't care, or two, I was already sold on it. Yep. So I don't it's just need... a waste of time standing there queuing for like an hour. I, I don't need... and the rest <laughs> three hours, two hours. No like way, there was plenty. There was like Kingdom Hearts two point eight was there. Uh, like I say, Gears of War was there. Um, South Park Stick of Truth with the not 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 lyrics. Yeah. yeah, which um, our friend Dave tried. He did indeed. Um, uh, what else was there? They had Titanfall, which we had just played. Battlefield, which we had just played. Yep. So I was like, well, I don't need to play either of those. And then we played some indies, which there was some good stuff. The only game I would give a shout out to, honestly, in the indie section, would probably be... I played a game called Forgotten Anna. 
right. which was it was anime style 2D story driven side scroller sort of thing and oh, it was so good the the art style and the cutscenes go into manga and I'm not even a manga fan but it was just beautiful so that's the one game of the show I would say it was brilliant a lot of people I played uh, a game called Battle no Battle Zone or something on the PSVR which I just didn't give a crap for and everyone was all hyped over it I was like this is a piece of crap like <laughs> And for those who have been following my career for a little while, you'll know I'm super hyper. And I'll take take my opinion with a pinch of salt because he is my friend. But I played uh, Super Rubé again, which is Alex Rose's game. Um, yeah, but yeah, there was it was more about community stuff, more about meetups and drinking and chilling. We sat down and spoke for a lot of the show, honestly. Yeah. And do you think I spent any time with that bum, Mister Miller? <laughs> Surely you spent a little while with him. The guy, okay, so every time we met up, he was gone again. And then we got to the bar, and obviously I was doing my things, smoothing around, being talkative as I am. And then Hayley turned up, and he, all he wants to do is talk to Hayley. I was like, all right, <laughs> cool, I guess uh, I'll uh, see you later then, Ross. Uh, have a nice time, and we're off skis again. But Ross is alive. He still loves everybody. <laughs> he did tell me to say that, so. That's good. It's a good so job get... you two separated then, isn't it, from the podcast if uh, he's, he's not very nice in person. <laughs> no, I've met, I think the thing is for me as well, I'm like, I've already met Russ before because we met him at uh, IGN 300. So for us, it was like, oh, hi again, because like, we know each other already. But yep. for everybody else, it was more, oh, it's Ross. And I'm yeah, like, true, yeah. yeah, it's Ross. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, just that. Um, what else? Am I missing anything? You had another meetup this week, didn't you? Which uh, you was quite <laughs> excited about. Uh, yeah, so this week was a crazy one. So I got to meet Nick Scarpino from Kind of Funny, which was amazing. So he did a London meetup while I was on holiday over here. Um, very last minute. There was like, a, he put it up with like two hours of like, get here at this time and meet me. And I was like, okay. So <laughs> dropped. I was literally in the middle of I was wondering that. Was it really far away from you where he wanted to meet? About an that- hour. Uh, not too bad then. No, well, it was funny because like I've, we we've made some new fans, Kev. We've made oh. some new this. I was out there networking as they call nice, it. Nice. So I was I was selling t-shirts, which I haven't got on today, but next week I will. I promise. And me, hopefully. Um, hopefully. Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. I'll send it. I can send it ASA. Uh, and Mr. Moody's I have to send as well because I actually bought Mr. Moody one, Mrs. Moody one. They both bought t-shirts, oh. and the t-shirt printing man forgot Mr. Moody's. Oh. And I was like, oh, come on. But yeah, he has sent me that, so I'll get that sent out to you, Mr. Moody, I promise, straight away. Uh, what was the sound? What was the sound? Um, Networking. Yeah, so we made some new fans. Like, I've had people sending me pictures that they're checking out the podcast. I've had people saying they enjoy it. I've been like, what's the feedback on this? It's like, no, I really like the show. I'm like, are you sure? Because it's not a very good show. Are you like... Uh, this This podcast <laughs> is all about our community. We're trying to build like a community and play with our fans and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you've got feedback, neg- negative or good, or positive. We're, we're, happy, yeah, we're happy to listen. So just My Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Exactamundo. Before we get into it all, I suppose I should say a big shout out to Laura for last week. She covered, yeah. she covered our butts, mainly yours. Not as good as me, but uh, yeah, she did all right. <laughs> what did she work for? Some some company called De- Destructing. No, not anymore. She's left. Yeah, she's an ex-destructing member. Ex-destruct, yeah. She's at, um, <laughs> she's, at where she, she's at Let's Play Video Games now, which is a yeah, site. Yeah, that really small site. <laughs> yeah, just did like a million views in revealing the PlayStation Slim, but yeah. Um, Bit of a downgrade Miss, again this week. Mr. Moody uh, in the chat, just like you guys can be in the chat if you want to watch this show live. Patreon... You get the audio early at $3 a month. Video, $4 a month. And you can watch the show live. Mr. Moody in the Jet is saying, Black, White, Pashida was a great game at EGX. And Ukulele was good as well. So. Speaking of ukuleles. You, speaking of ukuleles. Yep. Oh, we can Okay. I haven't done the rest of it yet. <laughs> this episode of My Xbox and Me is brought to you by mcfixer.co.uk and outoflives.net. Yep. Kevin, out yep. of lives. I know you've probably been crazy busy with your other work, but anything yep. you can plug for us quickly? Uh, yeah, um, a couple of guys over out of lives did make it to EGX, mainly Ross, Dave, Adam, and a few others. Um, and have written a few articles actually. Adam put a 
uh, put up an article about PSVR and his thoughts on it, so you can check that out. And Dave put up an article about nodulous rifts with South Park and what he thought of it. Apparently that article is really funny that he wrote, so I'm looking forward to going and reading that, actually. I've not actually got around to reading it yet. Cool, cool. That's good to hear. Um, Dave was lovely, gave me a great big hug. We won't buy a t-shirt, though, so fuck Dave. Um... <laughs> No, I'm just messing. Same goes to Lucy. <laughs> Fuck Lucy as well. Tried it on both of them. They both have none of it. Uh, and also, this episode is brought to you by Mike Lynch, of course. Mike, been a supporter for the last... I don't know. Six months going on Six, now, seven so months. Got to be something like that. We've, we're coming up on a year of the show, and he's been supporting for half of that, which is wow. absolutely ridiculous. I think he's been here longer than I have. He most certainly has. But I am so thankful for Mike Lynch, and obviously, I just want to say a big thank you again. But he goes, hi guys, Mike Lynch here, and I would like to tell you about that I do play ukulele. Look, Mike, I need a new ad read. I need a new ad read, Mike. Mike, are you listening? Kevin, tell him. Mike, ad read, please. MikeSboxandMe at gmail.com. Did I get that right? My Xbox right, and me podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> um, oh, please check out my YouTube channel, which is Mike Lynch, of course, and check me out on Twitch at Mike Lynch Streams. I would really appreciate it, and please remember to go to the search bar and put Mike Lynch. Thanks back to you, Fixer and Kev. Cool. Kev, let's get into what's in your box. We've done enough rambling at the beginning. What have you been playing? I know you've obviously started a new job, so you probably haven't had much to play, but what have you been playing? Um, all my time has been on one game, and specifically one DLC, and that is Rise of Iron for Destiny. Woo! Am I back on the grind on that? Oh, God, not you too. <laughs> who else well, Who else do you know this? Proper, proper, B, uh, proper... He doesn't like me calling him proper B.O. It's proper but I have to. I know, but I have to call him proper B.O., I'm sorry. I'll call so, you proper Bo. Yeah, um, you'd have to play with me sometime, probably. Like, um, I'm at light level three seven four, something like that. I know that means nothing to no one who doesn't know about the game. But I uh, haven't yeah. got a fucking clue. The, the, <laughs> the, the actual DLC, it's actually all right. I mean, the story was quite short yet again, but that's part of the course with um, Destiny and like its campaign and stuff. It's always short. It's not really all that. It's all right, but uh, I found it a bit underwhelming. I know some people liked it. Um, the new strikes added, yeah, fine. There's one new one, and they've remastered a few others. And uh, the raid, I attempted the raid with a few friends uh, over the weekend. Okay. And uh, it's actually really fun. It's like the uh, other raids where you got bosses, as you move along. It doesn't seem as um, enjoyable as like the Taken raid that came. I didn't think it was as good as that. It's still good, but not as good as that one. Fair enough. Um, we managed to get to the final boss. Took about six hours, but unfortunately we didn't beat the final boss. We got him down to a little bit of health. But uh, yeah, we couldn't beat him. But the raid, it's good. It's uh, more Destiny. Uh, the grind is back. Um, they've actually made it a bit harder to go up in light levels this time round. Uh, which is probably... They probably did that because they wanted the game to last a bit longer because normally people get through DLC so fast. Yeah. So they've made it more of a grind. Okay. But yeah, I'm I'm enjoying the game. It's a bit frustrating at times, but uh, yeah, I'm glad to be back on Destiny. But um, honestly, I'm starting to hit the wall again. Because I've grinded it so much, I tend to hit a wall with Destiny where I don't really want to play anymore. And then... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I take a few months away, then I go back to it. So I'm pretty much there at the moment. I might start playing something new this coming week. Speaking of new, never guess what comes out this week, Kev. Oh my God, it says... I don't know, what is it? It's FIFA! <laughs> I don't know what it is. FIFA! <laughs> Your face. I'm so effing hyped. Like, so I played my EA Access. Yes. And I started the journey, which... For those of you who don't know how hyped I am for the journey, this is 10 years in the making. Imagine a little fixer, or a little Corey, I don't know what you call me, um, sitting there playing FIFA back in 2000 with Paul Scholes. It was Saul Campbell on the front. It was Saul Campbell on the front, 2000. No, I'm pretty sure it's Paul Scholes. Nah, it's Saul Campbell. You sure? I, I'm 90% sure it was Saul Campbell. You, okay, you but, talk, you talk, uh, no, I'll No, 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 no. Let's, let's make this very clear. <laughs> Look, I am a FIFA master. It might be 2001, Saul Campbell. Let me tell you. So, 2000. That's 200. Come on, Corey. <laughs> We're doing this live, FIFA, guys. 100%. 2000 FIFA had... Oh, my God! Saul Campbell. Kevin Tarney, you yes! sick bastard. You're right. I've not played It was FIFA Saul Campbell in an England shirt. 2005. Oh, my so God. So, which one had Paul's goals? Sure, that's not 2001. No, that's got to be 1990. 
Nine? This is riveting podcast. I don't. Right I honestly couldn't give a crap. That's not even. That's Dennis Burkamp. How could I be so wrong? I, Surely I'm not proud of that. Surely I'm not this wrong. The only reason I remember is because I remember having that game on PlayStation One, and I remember it's because I only had a few games on PlayStation One, and that was like one of them. I'm really I sad. The of it. I'm really, really sad that I was wrong. I apologise, <laughs> Kev. It's all right. I, you I, I apologize. We're now and again. It's okay. I'm so disappointed in myself. But anyway, <laughs> so imagine me playing FIFA 2000, and I used to make a career mode up in my head. So I'd be like doing post-match interviews. I used to write down questions, everything. And we finally got it. And those of you who know me, I talk about Fight Night a lot. Fight Night Champion, which was the first game in the EA series to do like a linear story in a sports game which I thought was amazing. So then bringing this to FIFA is like the biggest deal to me. The only thing that frustrated me, obviously, which is not their fault, it's my fault, but so I got the game, obviously on the access, but they've only let me go up to a certain period. Uh... So now I have to wait till tomorrow to get my copy and I'm just like sitting there twiddling my thumbs like, come on, well, come I on. I think that's good though because it gives you that bit of excitement. You're not oh, going to burn yourself out. I would have, I would have burnt myself out then and there yep. if they didn't stop me. Misty and the Moody in the chat is saying, ha, 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 I already have it. Go fuck yourself, Mr. Moody. Because <laughs> um, he's now got an Xbox One. Congratulations, yes, Mr. Moody. congratulations, Mr. Moody. Round of applause. Clap, clap, clap. So, Kev. Yes. I think we're legit now. I think we are. We're actually turning people we've to turned, the inside. We've turned foxes. Well, I say we turned. We haven't turned foxes, but he's on. he's got an Xbox now. Mr. Moody's got an Xbox. Yep. Proper BO is out here playing with us. We've got Mike Lynchat is supporting. What, what more do we need to do? I think if we can turn Shuhei Shida to Xbox, we've, we've done yeah, it. We've, we've made. It. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen somehow. <laughs> um, <laughs> but FIFA. So reviews of the week. FIFA got an eight point four on IGN, and if I'm correct, it got a nine on Destructoid. Um, would I? What would I? Won't, I couldn't put a score in it right now. The gameplay feels a lot better. Uh, the journey feels a lot very good, but I feel like it will get repetitive because you do a match training. You do a match, then two training sessions, a match, then two training sessions. But you're really in it for the cutscenes. When, when does all the press stuff start? So I read that you can like choose like what to say in press conferences, yeah, so, and it can affect. Yeah, story. so you've got you've got a calm like a sort of a calmer meter. So you yeah. can either be like fiery or cool, and like your decisions you make uh, have. Negative and positive, uh, I think the right word I'm looking for is connotations. Is that yep. the right word? That's a brilliant, yep. Perfect. Well done. Fucking having it. I'm fucking out <laughs> here. You could call me a real journalist nowadays. <laughs> fuck yeah. No, talking shit. Um, I love how I use a big word and I'm like, fuck, yeah, shit, all that crap. Don't, I really. do that all as well. Like, I feel like I'm really brainy and then I'm not. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so negative and positives. Uh, so if you do something that's good for the fans, it then reacts negatively with the manager. But if you do something that's positive with the manager, then the fans don't like you as much. So, and then obviously there's stuff with your teammates and they won't pass you the ball and yada, 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 etc. Which is really, really cool, ah, if I'm honest. Parallelogram. But, so tomorrow, for the Patreon supporters watching right now, tomorrow I will be streaming it all day. I will be zooming through that story as quick as I can. So be there, twitch.tv slash mcfixer. Um, yeah, uh, a game we spoke about last week, Kev, but I wanted to talk to you about, which is kind of important to us. Go for it. Forza Horizon 3. Yes. It is getting brilliant reviews from everyone. I think it's the first game in 10 years or something that's received over a 90% on Metacritic for Xbox um, first party titles or something. Nice. Something along those lines. So are we getting it? Because I've held off because of you. I've I, waited. I am getting it 100% it's just a matter of when because this Rise of Iron DLC dropped I know if I pick it up I'm not going to play it for a while yeah so I'll definitely be getting it plus like starting before the end of the year yeah 100% for the, I've got so many games I've got to get before the yep, end of the year we were having really this discussion do. before the show like we've got our game of the year talk coming up and yep. I've played hardly anything so I've got to start buying games willy nilly we're like, we're very mm, I'm looking at the calendar now it's not looking good Kev it's October, September. When, when do you October. do your game of the year? Is it December you do it? We'll do it December. It'll be the last week in December. I've so... got two months. That's plenty of time. <laughs> I've got <laughs> relatives I can ask for games off, I'm sure. Wow. 
relatives and me. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, let's get into the news. Let's do it. And we're going to zoom through the news if I'm honest. My throat's hurting. I don't really want to be talking too much. But Future Gears games won't necessarily be a shooter. This is not on your piece of news, Kev. This is something okay. I added in, uh, <coughs> after. Head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, and creative director of the coalition, Chuck... Fuck, how do you think you pronounce this? O-S-I-E-O-Z-I-J-A? I'm I'm really sorry, Chuck. I don't mean (laughs) it, I promise. Have teased that a future Gears of War game could be be a different genre. According to GameSpot, the two attended Xbox Fan Fest. There's no Xbox Fan Fest in England, but all right. um, And were asked the question if Gears of War could expand into other gaming genres and what would it be? So, I haven't got the rest of the quote here because I don't need it. I thought we could talk about it. So okay. I think the first one to go to is turn ba- uh, Is it turn-based strategy? Like uh, Halo Wars? RTS. RTS, yeah. that's it. Yeah, real-time strategy. Real-time strategy, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah, I can see that happening. It's, I mean, they've done it with Halo, so it wouldn't be surprising if they did it with another fast first-party like IP. Um, I was, when you first said it, I was thinking of a first-person shooter, but I don't think that would work. No. Quite honestly, because then you'd be competing with Call of Duties and Call stuff. Call of Duty, so, it's yeah. not even worth it. But on the other hand of this, do you not think Gears, Gears is a special game? It really is. And I'm really, really hyped for the new Gears of War. Really hyped. And if they do do future <laughs> games, I feel like it's going to water down the project, if I'm honest. I, I, for my own personal taste, I don't even want them to leave the sh- genre that they're in already. Yeah. I want them to stick in that genre because that's what it's best known for. And like you say, it starts diluting what came before. So, are you going to this other piece of news? Because I'll talk about this as well. If Take it uh, away, sir. Take it away. Yeah, apparently, like, Gears of War 4 was almost a prequel. And that's where I would like to see them go with the genre rather than going into different, like, uh, RTSs and stuff. i like them to tell the story before Gears of War. I know a lot of people don't like prequels, but I think yeah. the story of how Marcus came about and the war... And the stuff I've, with his dad? Yeah, absolutely. Because we got that in three, but not to the, the full degree. Yeah. So if they, yeah, if they did do a prequel and uh, they were going into other genres, I think the only thing that would work was maybe an... Uh, I say an RPG, but then I'm trying to think how it would work with an RPG. Is yeah. there enough there game-wise? Like, That'd be because, cool, though, a Gears of War RPG. That would be pretty sweet. That would be really cool. <laughs> but you'd all have the same weapon, the Lancer. Of course. There wouldn't be no magicians <laughs> or anything. No, true. <laughs> True, true, true. Um, yeah, what do you make of this? Gears War was almost a prequel. Would that have? Would you still have been a hi- as hyped for it, or don't you think so? Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to the idea. I mean, like I say, you can learn the origins of the characters. I think I think that would be good because like, we got to love these characters through these games, and then going back and finding out how they became those characters is always like a positive thing. It's something I enjoy doing. Um, I mean, even if they if this game didn't turn out to be a prequel, I still think like further down the line in a few years' time they may even still do a prequel. Fair I think enough. they'll yeah because I think look at it now, Gears of War four. They've even put Marcus Phoenix in it as an old man because they know Marcus Phoenix sells Gears of War. He's of part of the mythology. Of course. So of course. the only way after this they can really get Marcus Phoenix in it again is if they go earlier Marcus Phoenix when he was younger. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere down the line they do a prequel. And I'd be up for that. I'd buy that. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, and the last piece of news for Gears of War, which is good news for digital fans like myself. Um, oh, quick one, Kev. What version of the game are you getting? Uh, of Gears of War? Are you getting the standard or the Standard, deluxe? standard. Ooh, so I'm going to be playing it like four days before you. Oh, that doesn't bother me. <laughs> you can have your game four days earlier. For Fuck the extra you money. and the season pass. I'm a cheapskate. Good point, good point. I forgot we call you cheap Kev out here. Um, Good news. Gears of War (laughs) preloads for Xbox One Digital begin today at 5pm. So it's already out there for everyone. Expected download size will be... Expected download size, sorry, will be 54.6 gigabytes. That's a big file. So mine's going to be even bigger because I've got the season pass. That's all right. It's not a problem. I guarantee there's a day one patch as well. Of (laughs) course. Did you oh, did you hear that happened with Forza Horizon 3, I believe? No. Like, people who got the Ultimate Edition and got the game early, they pre-installed it, and then when they could play it, there was a big, like, 5 gigabyte update or something. So they had to sit there for another, like, two hours, because my mate's got a really bad internet connection, and he yeah. got it. And he had to sit there, he couldn't play it when it came out, because he had to download that update, which is a bit sad. 
2016 gaming, Kev. 2016 <laughs> gaming. This next piece of news is on there for you, Kev, pretty much. Call of Duty uh, World at War is coming to Xbox One backwards compatibility today. And it is today. So it will be out there for everyone who's listening to this on Friday. Um, now all back compact Call of Duty titles are purchasable on Xbox One. Are you hyped about this one, Kev? Um, do you know what? Call of Duty World at War is the one Call of Duty game I never really played that much because <gasps> I, was still, I was still on the Call of Duty 4 bandwagon at that point and I still missed it. Dare because you, sir. If, no, but if you go back to that day, like Treyarch was like the black sheep of the family like every game they made like because i remember call of duty 3 people hated it after call of duty 2 and then call of duty 4 came out from infinity uh, infinity warfare as well that did call of duty 2 and everybody loved it again so when that world at war came out everybody was like oh i'm not buying the Treyarch game and i was i was on that same bandwagon like nah i'm not gonna buy it either and i stuck with call of duty 4 for another year so i actually missed out on it i have played it <laughs> i played it towards the tail end of um the next year when it came out but okay. uh yeah i mean the one thing I don't like about this backwards compatibility that's coming out now is the pricing of the digital games. It's really annoying that they're now charging nineteen ninety nine for that game when it's so old. And you can, I looked online and you can pick up for game. I mean, gamers bumped up the price as of well. Of course they have. Yeah, but it's twelve ninety nine on game for a, a physical copy, which you can then later trade in or sell on. Of course. And I just hate the pricing of digital games. I know you're paying for convenience, but the amount of money like they spend on transport and cds and the point printing. the point is kev they can't undercut i know like, it's not yet not yet why can't soon, they price mate, match soon they can't price match either they're just gonna piss off retailers oh my soon God. It, but it's because of people no it's because of people like you and me and me personally as well that we won't go all digital i go part digital yeah if i went all if let's say what there's got let's say there's twenty what there's twenty something million Xbox ones out there, yeah? Yeah. They say ten million of them were all digital. Then we would see a change in the industry. But right now there's still too many people buying games physically. That's very true, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I get where you're coming from, but um the thing is, the more I think about backwards compatibility as well, and Microsoft bring into it. <coughs> like when it was first announced backwards compatibility, I thought it was just a big like big fan service yeah. because of the cock up they made with the launch of the Xbox One. Uh-huh. They did that just so they would appease like fans of Xbox. And uh, but the more I think about it, the more I realize that this is actually like an amazing financial move by oh, Microsoft. Ridiculous. They're selling games digitally that probably they would never have sold. Uh, come on, how many and people like, would have bought Call of Duty? All the Call of Duties, honestly. Exactly. It's uh, They must be making so much money off backwards compatibility because people are lazy. I mean, I'm lazy. Oh, I'm like, ridiculous. People, pe- people are just generally lazy, so they'll just pay the extra money for convenience. And I'm surprised uh, Sony hasn't got in on this yet, like with backwards compatibility. they got PlayStation now, mate. Uh, yeah, but does anybody actually do that? <laughs> no one that's got a sane, a sane brain, no. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm happy it's come. I'll probably actually pick it up at some point. I'm not picking up for 20 quid on digital. I'll probably Too look much. on eBay. Yeah, I'll probably look on eBay see if I can pick it up cheap. But Fair uh, enough. it's good. More games backwards compatibility makes a happy me because it's more games in my library that I can eventually pick up and go back to play. 100%. 100%. Um, something that I suppose it doesn't really matter, but I thought I'd add it on there because it is a slow news week. Excuse me. Capcom explains... Different actor for Frank in Dead Rising 4. So, for the Savvy fans, will notice that Frank West's voice has changed from the long-standing actor TJ Rosalo. Yeah, good for that. Cool. Uh, he was asked not to return for the role, uh, and as uh, puzzled many fans, Capcom has let out more news about this, which you can go read the story over on Destructoid. I just thought that was an interesting bit of news. Um, yeah. that they've changed the actor in the fourth game like why he's only gotten older so yeah, maybe that's I the f- reason maybe he was asking for more money than another actor would do I mean we all like consistency with our characters and like the actors that play them but I really think that it's been long enough since Dead Rising 1 which was the last game he was in I believe he wasn't in 2 or 3 was he I don't know 
Right, as far as I'm aware, he was last in one. And I don't think enough people will recognise the difference in voice Got ya. between one and what's going to be four. Yeah. So I think there's been a long enough gap. The character isn't as well known. I mean, he's not been around. It, it's Frank West. He doesn't do it, that much talking. Exactly. I don't think, unless it was mentioned, like 98% of people would have noticed yeah. the difference. I know Possibly. I certainly wouldn't have. And, Possibly. Uh, yeah, I played a lot of the first ones, so, you know... It's just one of those things, I guess. Can we talk about Dead Rising for a second, Four? Go for it, man. I am super fucking hyped for this game, nah. So, what what is it that's making you hype? Is it the fact you're going back to that world? Is it the zombies? Because we haven't had a zombie game in a while, really. It's just more Dead Rising, mate. I I am a bit of a sucker for zombie games. I love zombies. Mm. But I really liked Dead Rising 3. I know some people were lukewarm on it. But I, I really liked it. It was so much better than two and one with the time stuff. That, I tried that doesn't two, make I didn't like two. doesn't. But uh, did you play a two on your own? I did. Uh, thing is, I played one uh, when Xbox 360 came out. I played one with my friends, and <coughs> even though it was timed, and I don't, I've said before, I don't like time stuff because I yeah. like taking my time. But we played that together, and I actually enjoyed it because it was a co-op experience with my friends. Yeah. Um, number two, yes, I did try it on my own. I played it for about an hour. And it was like, it's just not... If it doesn't grab me in that first hour, I tend to pull it aside and then I don't touch it again, which is exactly what I did with Dead Rising 2. What about 3? What did you think of 3? I never actually tried 3. You have to get 3 with me. That is one of the <laughs> only games I still have on disc that I've kept from day one. Right. I'll tell you what, if, I'll try and pick it up cheap. I'll actually Let's play series. Like, yeah. I, I really... I have been for a while <laughs> looking at playing that game, so yeah, that's definitely one But the other thing that's made me even more hype for this game is that South Park's moved. Because I was really getting a bit uh, anxious about having to buy both of them. But now South Park's out of the way. I'm like, yes, thank God, I can just buy this now. I think, I think it's interesting what they're doing as well with like the mech suits and stuff. They're making it really silly. Yeah. Which I think that game benefits from. 100%. Okay, let's talk about... Uh... I actually heard this one last week with you and Laura, so I'll let you take this one away and then I'll probably add some thoughts into it. Go on. Recall's Xbox One load times are getting fixed this week. Recall players on Xbox One will soon find that the game demands slightly less of their time. Armature. Thank you. Armature Studios. I was like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> uh, Armature Studios is rolling out a patch this week that cuts down on... See, I don't give a fuck. If I can't read it, Kev's got my Egregiously. Back. Yeah, well done, Kev. I, I knew that one, though. Egregiously <laughs> low times. Uh, low sequences, sorry. Um, for me, like I said, the low times was one of many things I didn't like about Recall. I was very lucky that I sold my copy of Recall to Scott Sedman. Shout out to you, Scott. Have you really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Did you make much money back on it? Uh, I paid 28 and sold it to him for 20 That's not bad. That's, yeah, that's not a bad recoup. It cost me was, £8. So it cost, I played it for eight hours. It cost me a, a pound an hour. Bargain. And I got to talk about it and I wasn't out of the loop. I will rebuy it again and finish it. I will, now, especially now that um, load times are fixed and stuff like that. But I'm not in a rush. That is nowhere near game of the year. So I don't need to worry about that. So, yeah, I was I was listening to your conversation last week. And it seemed that loading times was actually the big, big like thing that you two were on about. And 100%. That, that was the main reason why it wasn't quite as good as you'd hoped it would be. Now they're going to fix that. How, how much do you reckon they'd have to cut those loading times? Like 50%? Like... At least. If it's not like... I'm... I could have been sitting there for like three minutes for some loading yeah, times. Yeah, that is that is ridiculous. Like, think about that as from a streamer's point of view. So that's what I was doing. I was streaming the whole game, sitting there trying to be entertaining during cutscenes for three minutes. Yeah. All you do is sit there and complain. It sort of reminds me of um, the loading time of Grand Theft Auto Five, because that had a really really long loading time right at the beginning. But at least once you're in the game... Yeah, 100%. There's no loading. It's the, done. The point you've got here, Kev, is you play Recore and you die at a certain part on Recore. Yep. You die, you load. You die again, you load. You die again, you load. Do you know? I'm sitting there for like... So I could be dying within 10 seconds of being back in the game and waiting six minutes. Yeah, that is ridiculous. I, do, I think they rushed that game out, didn't they? It's not... <sighs> Some people how, say that. Some people are saying that. How does that pass, like, quality assurance, like, those sort of loading times? You've got to remember it's an exclusive. So yeah. they don't have to go through the rigorous 
testing process because it's a Microsoft game. Yeah, very true. Microsoft, like, we need a game out there, exclusive, get out there, let's go, $30, okay, come on. I know we're shitting on loading times as well, but from what I understand, it's not a half bad game. It's got the right ingredients. It's just I like the game. Yeah, I like the game. the map is. I said like I said last week, the map is too big for no reason. It's a little game that needs to stay little. It's not yep. a big game that needs to be bigger. Um, from what I played, like I say, eight hours. From what I played, I enjoyed. The low times were bad. There was so many bugs of the game. There was game breaking bugs. I had to quit out and load back in a few times, which is that's well, kind I, of unacceptable. I have a bit of a question about the game as well. I was wondering this ever since it was announced. But you know, you have these core bots with you. Uh huh. Do do you use them in like puzzles, or yes. they just you do? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Because that's what I wasn't sure. I was unaware whether it was just a cosmetic thing or these actually had like reasons to be. So get this. So there's certain parts of the game. Where you need different core bots, okay. but to get the court to change your party out of your core bots, you have to go all the way back to your, like your home base Ooh. to change your party. So no fast travel. Well, there's fast travel, but the load time between getting the fast travel, oh, you can run there quicker. No, it's not even about running there quick. By the time you load back back in, so you load outside of the place, oh, I go see what into saying. the place for a load time to change your party, to then load again, to then oh. fast travel back to where you was, which is another loading time. Do you get yeah. why loading times are a problem? Uh-huh. Like, I got to a certain point in the game where it was like, you needed... Oh, I forgot the character's name. That's how important they were. I think it was Duncan and Mac... Mac. No, Mac, I think Mac's the dog, actually. Duncan and someone else, I can't remember. And I was at this point, and I've... Gone, jumped, got up there, and was like, I need the other character. So I pushed start. I'm like, okay, cool, pushed start. Go to change. No, I have to go all the way back. And it's like, but it took me like half an hour to get here. Yeah. And then I've got to travel all again. And the map isn't coherent. I had la- The map was freezing on me. So I pushed to go onto the map, and it wouldn't load. So I didn't no, know what bad. direction I was going. The game mm. was just broken. Buggy as hell. Yeah, it sounds like they just rushed it out. Like they need, they set a date, and they were like, "No, we're hitting this date." And it's a shame, really. Like we hear about game delays all the time, and me and you, we're always like, "Good," you know. We we want a proper game. We don't want a buggy game. And I think this is one that suffered from that. And um, it's the whole thing with like, you know, the Arkham Knight series is coming out yeah. in that uh, remastered thing. Like that was delayed for this probably exact same reason. Well, I like, hope there so. wasn't a good enough job. So, you know. If you see games delayed, like I know people complain, don't complain. It's obviously like they want to bring out the best product. There's a, there's so, a reason. Yeah, there's always a reason. So, but yeah. it's not the thing is, and some people are shitting on it, but it's not a bad game. No, it's just not a brilliant game. It's ten. It gameplay's good, but technically, it suffers. There's too many problems. Yeah, that's yeah. There's too many problems. Um. There you go. That's uh, Recore again with Kev. <laughs> uh, and the last piece of news. Sunset Overdrive dev wants to bring the game to PC, but it's all down to Microsoft. Developer Insomniac Games said today that it would like to bring bring its, bring its over its top action game Sunset Overdrive to PC, but the decision is not up to the, to the studio. Instead, Microsoft gets to make the call, according to Insomniac. We'd love it if it could happen, but the ball is in Microsoft Xbox court, the developer said to a fan on Twitter. To another person, the developer said, we'd love, we'd love for it to come to PC, though it's up to Xbox on that one. For me, I'm like, please, 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 please bring this to PC. Let it sell well. Hope This game sold so poorly on Xbox One. And uh, did you ever play Sunset? Yeah. You don't like, like it, did it. you? You didn't no. like it. That's fine. That's absolutely no, it, I, fine. No, I've got to say on that, it's not... I... I, God, it's hard. I thought the game was good, but the gameplay just wasn't for me. I didn't enjoy that you had to be on the move all the time. Okay. Like, I, like it goes back to, I like to take my time. Yeah. With this, you're always fast, you're always moving, always. you're always on the go. And it, it's just not for me. I understand the game was good and the gameplay, and people do enjoy it. It's just not for me that's fair enough that's fair enough I really did love the game and I would have loved the number two um, obviously we won't be getting that anytime soon because they're working on Spider-Man now and the game didn't sell well enough do I think this will come to PC eventually I really do hope so it makes sense look Microsoft is doing like the play a anywhere. lot towards PC now. yeah they're, they're really focusing on making Microsoft 
games a good reason to like get a PC or get an mm-hmm. Xbox and like they really want that ecosystem to interact with Xbox like PC and Xbox being this one thing yeah. and I think the more games they bring to that they'll bring it closer and closer together I mean I know a lot of fans want them to get rid of the Microsoft store and just have it on Steam but I don't personally see that ever That's happening. never happening. Microsoft want to keep a tight grip on that. And uh, would it bother me if Sunset Overdrive went to PC? Not at all. Because like I say, it's not my game. Not uh, not over this long period of time as well. No, yeah, it's been a while. Give like If they do games, I know um, Forza's coming out at the same time on PC, but like because this isn't really a first-party game, even though it's exclusive, it's third-party. Yeah. So it is, isn't it? Yeah. Third-party exclusive, yeah. Yeah, so if like these third-party studios that are creating these exclusives, if they're like exclusive on Xbox for like a year, two years, and then they go to PC, I'm perfectly happy with that. You have a reason to buy your Xbox to play it first, <clears> and then it comes over there. It's like Tomb Raider, actually. I mean, even though that wasn't exclusive to Xbox, you got it on Xbox first. Yeah. So that gave you a reason to have your Xbox. It made you feel good for having that Xbox because you know you'd get that game first. Hundred percent. Like PlayStation games as well, like um, The Witness, which was on there first. They yeah. have a reason to play that first. So, you know, it's all good as long as we get our exclusives for a little while, and then it can go wherever it wants. I'm happy with that. I'm just all about developers making money, and I and I don't like. Games games rotting on platforms and just yeah unfortunately microsoft are in second place so at least the witness sold well on playstation because there's so many more playstations out there then it comes over and sells a bit better unfortunately for insomniac and sunset is it sold poorly on xbox and they need to get it to pc to sell more units to warrant to warrant it do you know what i mean yeah, I think it's just a matter of time. I think as they, like I say, as they do this bigger push towards PC, which they're starting to do, I think they'll start bringing out the old games. Like, maybe even, like, some of the backward compat titles that are Xbox exclusives still. Yeah. Maybe eventually, like... I don't... No, is Red, was Red Dead on PlayStation? Yes. Red Dead Redemption, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it didn't come to PC, though, did it? No. So I'm wondering whether that will eventually be a thing through Microsoft or not. But, uh, yeah, I'm happy with it. it. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. I don't I don't get these people that say, oh, now I've got an Xbox. What's the point of having an Xbox? Because it's on just PC. Just go get a PC. Yeah, it's like, it's not, you don't understand. Yeah, just, I don't get that. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> I lied. There is one more piece, and I guess it's mixed in with Games with Gold. Uh, new Games with Gold, which is Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings. Actually a game I've played and did a Let's Play in. So if you want to watch me play this game, uh, youtube.com slash mcfixer I had a lot of fun with the game actually uh, just a basic baseball game I'm taking it basic arcade baseball game a lot of fun chilled relaxed it's not super serious you just fuck about with it honestly fair enough perfect for a free game and the escapist which is a game I've actually wanted for eight so sorry um, from October 1st to October 31st you get a super mega baseball um, from October 16th to November 15th, you get the Escapist, which is a game I almost bought like six times. What what game is this? This is this is the 16 bit. Um, you have to escape from prison. They got a Walking Dead version of it and stuff like that. Huh? I might have to check this out. Oh, to, I, really I recognise the name, but I can't for the life of me think of what it looks like or how yeah, it plays. Yeah, it's. Um, I can't wait for this game, so I'm so happy it's free. Um, and on the Xbox 360 side, which also you can play with backwards compatibility, you get MX uh, ATV Reflex uh, from October 1st to October 15th, and I Am Alive from October 16th to October 31st. Um, some great games. By the time you're hearing this, you will have run out of time to get. Uh, unless you're a Patreon supporter, of course. Games with Gold for right now is Assassin's Creed Chronicle Channel, uh, China, sorry. September 16th to October 15th, and Mirror's Edge. Um, yeah, that's both. Both of those games I'm determined to play before uh, our next podcast. Assassin's Creed I just is so bad. so bad. Is it really bad? So bad. I can't wait for you to tell me what you think. All right, okay, yeah. I- I'm definitely check out. I, I was going to check out Alan Wake because I've still got. Alan oh, Wake's nah. So good, so good. I've not played Alan Wake. That's one of those oh games. My you, God. I know it's one of those games which I've had for ages, and it's just like I need the right time. I need the right day where I can sit down and I know my focus is going to be boom on the TV watching the game. Do you know what I mean? But I've always got these distractions <laughs> like YouTube or you know sending messages or whatever, and I've just got to focus. I've got to sit down. And I've actually got to play. It. In fact, I'm promising the listeners now. Oh no! Next week, next week I would have played Assassin's Creed Chronicles China. And Alan Wake. That's cheating. That's cheating because Assassin's Creed Chronicle Challenge you're going to give up in the first lap. Well, that's if it's crap. <laughs> then that's the fate it suffers. But yeah, I'll definitely Alan Wake for next week. Kev, should we get into Fix the Sack? Oh yeah, I love it in there, nice and warm. I know. Uh, do you want to take this one? 
yeah, I think I've got the one. You've got one, I've got the other two, this one. All right, uh, funny mails, here we go. Fixer, Kev, and anyone else you have on this week? Just us two, unfortunately. No one, no one. <laughs> is Kev back? I missed him. Oh, who's this from? Just keep Matt. reading, just keep reading. Okay, is Kev back? <laughs> I missed him. Laura and her friend were way too professional. It made me feel uneasy. Thanks, man. <laughs> that was a bit of an underhand compliment, but uh, I'll take it. As you guys know, I have an Elite controller and I love it. I also have used several PC controllers in my life. Back before Xbox and PlayStation perfected controller, there were a lot of PC controllers that had unusual button configurations mm-hmm. and had more inputs than four buttons and four triggers. Do you guys ever see a world, possible next-gen if there is a, ever is a next-gen, where the paddles are standard on controllers and are used for extra moves, so we have four more inputs rather than remappable to existing functions? Uh, your friend, Matt Lil Smee. First off, thank you for that email. I appreciate it. And oh, for saying I'm back. Whoop, whoop. 100%. Thank you for the <laughs> email. Miss me. If you haven't, if you don't email in, it's myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. Um... We say it every week, but we need fan emails. Sometimes there's not a lot of news, especially coming on later in the year. Yeah. Email in anything. I don't care if you're complaining or you just want to say hello, even just a hello, anything. I know there's people out there listening, so please email in. Um, for your question, no, I think the controller is perfect. The point is with the Elite controller is the fact that it's a boutique item and people are paying the £150 or whatever they are right now. So Xbox are not going back to go, let's put this in the box. It's going to cost us an extra, I don't know, let's say $50 or £50. So that brings, X, let's call it the Xbox 2, I guess. Um, instead of it having a price point of, let's say, $400, adding in this Elite controller is then going to put it up to 450 that looks bad against another company. See, this is where you should, I should have camera on because you'd see me shaking my head. I couldn't be more on the opposite side. Okay. And the reason for this is being a, I don't want to say it, um, is there another way to say it? Shout of responsibility player. Okay. <laughs> if you get that reference, probably not. No, Call of Duty! Call of Duty! <laughs> but being a Call of Duty player, like, um, it, it, you're at such a disadvantage nowadays when playing someone with one of those controllers, because they can map, jump, and mm-hmm. shoot on buttons underneath, they have a way of doing both at the same time. Whereas if you're on a regular controller, you have to slide your thumb off the right thumbstick to hit jump and then back on the thumbstick to aim. Okay. And that slight delay in time makes it much harder to jump and shoot at the same time. Whereas players who have these controllers can do it at the same time because they have those extra buttons. So it puts you automatically at a disadvantage. I know, and then there's the argument that people will say that, well, they paid the extra money. They should have that ability. But I think then that puts like... Um, a paywall in front of the sort of experience you're having because you know you've got the regular controller so you're automatically at a disadvantage which i don't personally like uh-huh i think it it's it sort of reminds me do you remember back in the day i don't know if you were back on call of duty 4 there was this big thing about people using headphones and headsets and sound whoring of course they said Rain- oh they're at an advantage rainbow six cities 2 I remember rainbow six vegas, vegas. 2 sorry yeah. i remember having my turtle beach headset back then when they were like Brand new. Yeah, and I know. They're in this kitchen. How do you know that? I can hear them. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is what it was like. I'm playing Call of Duty, and just, you know, you'd creep up behind someone, go shoot them, they'd spin around and kill you. Be like, oh, that's a sound horror. He's got headphones, but now you know. That's just every. Become, that's an everyday thing, now. It is now, and like headphones have come standard. You haven't got headphones. You're not playing right. No. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And uh, I'm hoping eventually these controllers become standard as well. Like it, it can't be that much extra to add a, two, just two paddles. That's all you need. Two paddles underneath. All you got to do: drill a couple of holes, stick a couple <laughs> of paddles in. Done. Sorted. How much does that cost? Twenty p. <laughs> so, you know. Don't I, make me. Hope... Don't make me laugh. I'm dying out here. <laughs> I hope one day likely with me that it does become standard you can still have your elite controllers that have all these extra functions like the trigger stops which help players as well and uh, extra grip on the controller it feels meteor it's made better you know you can have custom designs but i really do hope they do add paddles because i think they're super useful and i think it gives other players an advantage in fps's especially but that's my two cents two cents and it's two yep. cent no, no two cents two cents oh yeah i guess so <laughs> it's plural there's two. Oh yeah 
well, that's why I have just the co-host. Um, <laughs> okay, this next one is, hello, hashtag my MXAM family, my Xbox and me. I hope everyone is well, and it was great meeting everyone at EGX. And also, congratulations to Kev. Hold up. There's too many people talking about Kevin in this damn email. I appreciate it, man. It's my, it's my week. Kev on his new job as well. Thank you, whoever it is. Uh, no question for me this week, just a request. I have at long last joined the Xbox family oh, it's me, and me. would like to play with some of the hashtag MXAM friends. So if you want to play with play some Gears of War, etc., here is my gamer tag, Xbox DM Moody. Let me say that again. It's all one word. Xbox DM Moody. Keep up the great work, guys. Your fan, friend, and lover, Mr. Moody. Thank you very much for the uh, email. Guys, everyone needs to go and add Xbox DM Moody because he has sold his PlayStation on the... What a a good man. On the uh, choices of us. (laughs) He knows where his friends are. Do I know why he did this? I haven't got a clue. Because it's the best system, that's why. But he's done it. So don't let me down, guys. We are a brilliant community here, and we are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Go add Xbox DM Moody. Myself is XOB Space Fixer. And Kevin is at, no, that's his Twitter, is just don't shoot Tarni. Yep. Last but not least, email Kev. Go for it. It says, hi, Corey and Kev. I have emailed before about getting the Xbox, the Xbox and me community playing together. I think we have all agreed on Falls of Free, which have dutifully, nope, yeah, gone, which I have dutifully gone out and purchased. But I am playing by myself here, guys. Oh, God. Having played Siege with you guys and had a great time, I'm 100% in ranked, baby. So let me tell you about, about proper BO, yeah? So we have played three ranked matches with him. Just like, we're going to carry him. It's all good. Don't worry. We got him. And he's won every single time. So his rank is 3.0. Ooh. So he is the only one in our squad that's never lost a rank game. Wait, so why haven't I played with him yet? He needs to carry me. No, he's terrible. He is oh. terrible. <laughs> his K to D is like 0.1. Oh, okay. But he's a 100% win rate. Anyway, it would be good to play a very game, so help me out here. Loving the podcast as always. So get it together, Kev. All the best, proper. Appreciate it, Paul. Um, I totally agree. I think Forza is a game we've said we were going to buy, so we definitely have to go out there and buy it. Foxes yep. is in the chat, and he says, please get, we'll pretty much talk about his game of tag as well, which is Red Bearded Fox. Be sure to add him also. Um, Kev. Yes. Suggestion of the week. Um, Anything you can suggest? I'm going to do something a bit different this week. Like a bit of an experiment. And I'm going to see if it works or not. So, as I said earlier, I've not played Alan Wake yet. Okay. So, what I'm hoping to do is I'm going to suggest Alan Wake to our listeners this week. Okay. And I want them to go out and, if they can, pick it up cheap and actually play it this week. And I'll play it as well. And when I come on next week, we can sort of have a conversation about it. Like, I can tell what I thought about it, if I enjoyed the game, what parts I liked, what parts I disliked. And then they can listen, see if they agree, and then they can write in the following week and tell me if, like, our opinions match up, if there's things they enjoyed, which I didn't. That sounds... So, yeah, that's going to be my suggestion of the week. Pick up Alan Wake, let's play it together, and uh, we can have a discussion about it. I knew I forgot to tell you about something. What is that? I'll do it at the end. I'll do it right at the end. Um, okay. Something about EGX. My suggestion this week will be uh, The Evil Within, which is taken from where what I'm about to talk about as well. Um, the Evil Within is a great game. I finished it. I heard the DLC is even good as well. You can pick it up pretty cheap physically in CEX or game nowadays, like six or seven quid. A great Resident Evil inspired game. If you like survival horror, this is definitely a game for you. Um, Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. A lot of fun. You definitely have to check it out. That, that's one of those games, again, that I've always been eyeing up, but it's just, I'm always waiting for that like really good bargain on it yeah. before I do pick it up. So, before we go this week, I said two weeks ago that I'm done with Resident Evil 7. Oh, uh, do you know what? I was actually going to bring this up with you because I saw a certain post about it, so take it away, <sighs> good sir. They did it to <laughs> me, didn't they, guys? They fucking did it He's to me. He's drunk the Kool-Aid. So, 
what happened was I was with Amy Gills for those kind of funny fans you know who Amy Gills is she's part of the uh, kind of funny community and um, I was like giving her she gave her my VR demo my PlayStation VR demo and so obviously I'm a bit cheeky and I always talk to the PR guys and stuff like that there I was like is there any chance I can get a demo as well off of this one coming he's like yeah alright mate not a problem I went have you got Resident Evil here and he was like yeah and I was like ah oh, all right, let's do this. So I sit down and play Resident Evil in VR. So honestly, I don't think VR is what's... It wasn't the VR that sold me on the game. Okay, more of a gimmick. So, um, no, I understand why people like it, but the problem is, is the control scheme doesn't work very well with it. You can It, very, it feels very much as a, something that's been slapped on, not made for it. Right, okay, gotcha. Um, but that's playstation talk i'm talking about just the game so just the game so the demo they put you in you have to hide so the whole time everything you're doing you have to hide from the she's not a zombie monster i don't know what i don't really know what to call her yeah monster okay we'll go with monster um (laughs) (laughs) kev has spoken so so yeah so you do that and you're hiding the whole time obviously i got stuck at certain points i didn't understand they didn't explain you need to crouch and stuff like that, which is fine because it's a learning curve. Um, I've got a video. Of this is going to go up on the YouTube channel, so you'll get to oh, see I'm me find it. That. Um, there won't be any audio, so it's not going to be the greatest let's play, but you can see it. Um, yeah, so I played that, and I'm kind of happy with it. I guess I think I need to just accept that Resident Evil isn't going to be Leon, Claire, Chris, Jill anymore. And this yep. new Resident Evil, it felt good. It still felt like Resident Evil, like the sound, the inventory, all that stuff. The puzzle, yep. the everything. Do you know what I mean? It felt Resident Evil, which is the key thing, really, at the end of the day. That's what matters. So, yeah, I'm, I, I didn't want to... I, 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 guess, I guess I'm not done with the game, guys. <laughs> you had the right to be sceptical about it because they were doing something so different. And people just generally are opposed to change yeah. they like what they like and they like it for that reason and like people come in and change stuff and you might not agree with it but you know you play the game you experienced it it sort of won you over who knows like further down the line this could become one of your favorite resident evil games because it is so different it's just a matter you have all these preconceived notions of what it is going to be but once you get in there and experience what it is it can always be different do you know what i mean also the rumors are that the the new resident evil film they've just announced obviously i won't talk about it on here but apparently it ties into seven and right. that has chris and leon in it so right. what i'm hoping for is at least like chris to be in it I, I think they will. I think they're going to leave something like that as a surprise, surprise for fans. Which I, would be I, I'd perfect. be surprised if there's not some sort of reference or some cameo of a Resident Evil character that you know and love. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Cool. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here, Kev. You go first, mate. Uh, yep, just check out our lives.net again. Check out those articles from EGX. Uh, we appreciate your support going over there and reading our stuff. Um, Twitch.tv forward slash don't shoot Tony. I've not been on there recently because I've been very busy, like I say. But I'm hoping I may even stream my Alan Wake playthrough on there. So if that's something that interests you and you'll be playing along, you want to see how I play it as well, feel free to come over and watch that. And also, as usual, follow me on Twitter at don't shoot Tony. I appreciate that. And um, if you're lucky, I may follow you back. Very lucky, very, very <laughs> lucky. Um, yeah, I'll say it again. Uh, thank you to everyone that's listening. Thank you to all the new listeners that we got. Thank you to anyone that bought a t-shirt. So Ross, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Moody, Scott Sedman. I think that's it so far. Yeah, because I've got five left. Yeah. Um, f- if you do want a t-shirt, head over to mcfixer.co.uk slash store. If you have any problems, tweet me, stuff like that. We will figure all that out. Um, what else? Email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I appreciate every single email we get, every bit of feedback, everything. I don't care, like I say, if it's the same person emailing every week. I just want to hear from you guys. That's all that matters to me and Kev. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, Patreon.com, of course. If you want to keep this show going and get me quitting my job and Kev quitting his. I think one of our goals, Kev, is going to be to get you on payroll. <laughs> that would be amazing. That is my I... that is my dream. Like, I, I don't know why I'm talking about on this. I should have spoke to you privately about it. <laughs> but that is like, 
if we can get big enough that I can pay my rent, have a little bit of leisure money, and then be able to pay you as well, that's that's me sorted, mate. That's the dream, and that's that's what we. And that's what for we're working week. for, exactly. Yeah. But uh, Patreon.com/slash/MCFixer. Thank you to those that do support. Like I say, all day three dollars, video four four dollars gets you the live show. Also, just like Foxes and Mr. Moody is watching now, talking in the chat, get spoken Thanks, guys. to. Appreciate it. Um, and apart from that, I'll love you, leave you. Don't you dare do it, Kev. And see you guys later. Ciao, Bella. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>